Welcome to the 2022 Jobby Awards. I would tell you what annual awards they were, but I don't have any effing clue what the number is. Aaron, do you know? What? Eighth, I believe. Is it? We've been doing this. This will be the 8th December we're doing it. No, it's not. We started 15, man. Oh, God. Shouldn't we be doing something else with our lives at this point? You'd think. God. Why do we still watch this? What are we doing? <laughs> Hi! Welcome to Jobbing Out! <laughs> Given that the big push this week, how could you possibly not stay for this episode? Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Yes, this will be our final episode for 2022 because Brandon so inconveniently for everyone got cancer. God. Again. That jerk. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Ruining everybody's fun. God, what a what I feel a. Feel like the overall sentiment of of what's going on is like again. <laughs> you get you get sympathy for one time, not two. It's, it's starting to feel that way a little bit. I mean, I'm not gonna say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> like, dude, didn't we already do this? It's like when they. It's like when they reboot a show. Like, Dude, what time do I need to be at the hospital? And this time it's like, do I have to go to the hospital? <laughs> Remember what I said last time? You you made it look so easy. You went full super scene yeah, on it. That was a problem. You, you can't get the sympathy anymore. My my issue with this is it's oftentimes like you know whenever you hear about a show being rebooted that you're just like why like why are we doing that again? Who asked for this? Sort of how I feel about Cancer Part Two if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. Like, who? <laughs> Who asked for this? Yeah, hey, I, fe I feel that way about I, this, too. I know that's true. I know that's true. All right. Uh, Aaron will explain to us. Uh, by the way, what, what the jobbies really will be this year is Aaron reminding us of his, uh, various things that happened in professional wrestling this year. Because <laughs> I don't remember any of them. <laughs> I, I, I Literally, the, the list of things that I have, I have moment of the year for WWE and AEW. That's it. That's all I've got. And otherwise, you're going to be reminding me of things I'm going to say, all right, and then we're going to start fighting about them, even though before we... This is, I swear to God, exactly how this is going to go. We're going to bring up an award. Yep. Aaron's going to say a name. I have already acknowledged that I have no answer, but I am suddenly going to feel so passionate about the fact that Aaron is wrong... Yeah, we are going I, to I, I'm, fight I'm about it. I'm assuming it's going to be I say something, Brandon says something, and you just agree with Brandon just to spite me. Um, I mean, if he's got, if he did the work, like I'm not, I'm willing. I guess to I'm go assuming he has answers too. I don't know. That I mean, sure. I feel like it's mostly going to be that you present an answer, Brent. What's what is going on? Who's watching? Is it Siri talking in the background? What's what's happening there? You're going to give an answer, Brandon will give an answer, and I'll decide whose answer I like the best. That's basically... Or, or you'll come up with a third one that will just yeah, pop into your head. Maybe. We, we will see. All right. How do you want to do this, Aaron? You're, you're going to I'll, I'll, facilitate. I'll just kind of pull uh, you know, categories in various orders, and we'll go from there. All right. Can we just say that all of it was bad? Is it possible for us to be like, <laughs> the professional wrestling in 2022, <laughs> mostly boring. Bye. I, I was going to say that was kind of I, I kind of almost wanted to give an opening statement saying like this is kind of a weird year like there was some good not outrageously good but some good there was some bad very little outrageously bad and there was a lot of stuff that was just there and like even the good was good in a different way like there were good care there was good character work and good storylines 
but not really good feud. So I very rare I, to to sort of build off your opening statement. The year began with us realizing they were about to do the cockamamie thing with the belts. Like literally, that's how the year started. Was the absurd Brock Lesnar thing at day one, and it never really overcame that. It just overshadowed. There was one dominant storyline in WWE, and everything else just sort of kind of got, like, fought for attention. It, it And was, and, uh, and kind of going back to what I just said, like, that one dominant storyline was really good. Really good character work, really good storyline. But we didn't, you know, normally a good storyline means a good feud. And we didn't get no, that. It was just definitely an, an intertwining storyline, which is very weird. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's... Uh... Hey, what, 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 what are we doing, by the way? Because something really weird happened, and I couldn't hear you guys at all for. Yeah, well, we we were hearing Siri talk for a minute there, Brandon. We were. <laughs> well, that was... We I, and I got to be honest with you. Please don't do that to us, because when you do it, we get nervous that it's over. <laughs> like we get. I think, I think so. I think I think like my echo tried to connect, and it like screwed up my audio and my everything. We just like, the output or whatever. We just get nervous that that might have been the one. That might have been the last time. <laughs> Serious, like emergency, right. emergency. <laughs> alert. They do, they do that now, right? I think they do. I think that's I think true. Possibly. Like yeah. All right. Um. Very good. Let's get into yeah. it. Aaron, where do you want to start? Well, since you said you th- you knew one, let- let's start with moment of the year for, for WWE? WWE. I mean, this yeah. one's the easiest one, isn't it? Like the Cody Rhodes wrestling. Cody Rhodes pur- wrestling his injury. Yes. A-, a purple shoulder. I mean, come on. Yes. Yes. There's, that that was a no brainer. There's no like. Again, it's it's interesting that we didn't get to see where it would have gone from here, but the, the story of have something different. How could you go, go? Sure, go right ahead, Brandon. Well, there there was another way. If you wanted to go bad, there was one, but no, I have another good one. What? Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestles. Uh, it's pales. That's good, and and, and that that would be yeah. I was gonna say that that's wor- worthy of a mention, but I don't see how you can put that over Cody. I, I mean, I. Uh, my God, like that image is going to be serious. It's like when we did the the year of the, the Becky Lynch thing, like the moment that it happened, that there was no other debate. Like that was the end of the argument. Nothing can compare to a dude putting on that type of match while his shoulder, his half of his body is purple. I mean, like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on. I, I mean, I feel like the only other thing you could argue would be if you, you know, Look bad, and you say that the announcement that Vince is stepping down, like that would be the only other. Thing. I mean, that's not. It's not a. You know, that's a completely different concept. Yeah, we're, it's you a know, type we're getting thing. we're getting outside of kayfabe. You know what I mean? Um, if you wanted to have a conversation about what the most significant story in professional wrestling was well, this I, year, I don't think then, that's a conversation. Yeah, like one. that's that's obviously it. But no, as far as anything that happened yeah. in Raw, SmackDown related, and even if you wanted to. How are we doing this? Like, you've eliminated NXT. Like, what is... What's worth talking about? There's one thing I could think of that was worth talking about on NXT. I just did not want to talk... Like, there was no reason to do it. What's the one thing that you think was worth talking about? I mean, look, if you wanted to say that when we get to match of the year and you wanted to throw out an honorable mention to Carmelo versus Ricochet, cool. Okay. But that was about it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You're not wrong about that. Um... Yeah, I, I don't really know what other debate there is. I think the only debate is, and we've talked about this before with moment. Does the moment? I don't think we. I don't know if we're gonna do match of the year next. Does the moment 
how, how Roman is, can be part of a match, but it doesn't like match but, of the year is different. But the, should match of the year reflect? I know we've talked about this with like WrestleMania matches before. That like yeah. it's difficult because the stakes of WrestleMania are so much higher to separate a really good WrestleMania match from another match. Is there an argument that because it was the moment of the year that in any way you almost have to eliminate it from match of the year consideration? No, because I, I, I think I, no, I think you can, and I think that. It's a match I considered, but I don't have it as the match of the year, and and it's one of the reasons why. Like I, I think that the the image there was the most important thing about the match. Not that it wasn't a good match. I think it was, was a, a good. I match. think it was a good match. I think it was a really it, good it, match. no. It was a very good match. Just not. I I don't think it was quite on the level of the match I have. So we'll, we'll just get into it. Um, I thought for me the clear match of the year, and again, I I absolutely thought about the the Cody. Uh, Seth I assume I, I assume I know what you're going to say, and if you do, I I don't like this because we'll have agreed twice, and that's. N- I mean, the, the Gunter Sheamus yeah. match at Clash was just so much better than everything else this year. It was tremendous. <laughs> I, I don't really have. I mean, I again, this is the part of the problem of me not remembering much. I don't really even remember what the arguments would be for another match of the year candidate. It it would be that you thought the Cody Seth thing was so impressive. Was just you know such a great thing that well, that's no, that, literally that, the that is, but that's the match I have for matches. Wait a second, you have that oh, as wait, match. You didn't have Cody Seth. Are you just doing a bit where you're being an a hole? <laughs> oh God, don't! Did you die? Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not ten o'clock right now. Oh. My God! And if you have, you have no idea the fight that I got into with Mrs. Clark this evening, that wouldn't have happened had we not been doing the jobbies tonight. Not that we were fighting about the jobbies, because she has no opinions. Just, just. Maybe she should come on and give her opinions on the uh, picks for the jobbies. God, then. maybe, maybe we would have better off doing that. All right, Brandon. This is the fifth time that I've asked you this question. Your argument for why Cody said would be. Match of the year, but not moment of the year. Um, I picked the Stone Cold Steve Austin thing as moment because I didn't really consider that a match. Um, and I didn't really think about the moment of him taking off the whatever as separate. I just thought of the drama surrounding the match, the match itself, the fact that he still had that match considering the situation and... um the performers and the, just everything about it I thought was really, really good. I, you know, but if if, if you asked me to, to side with Seamus Gunther, uh, obviously I love that match as well, and I would. All right, on the fifth try, we actually got a pretty good answer. <laughs> there we go. I don't know. If it. I'm not going to tell you it was worth the wait because it sure as hell was not worth the wait. I didn't think – I just didn't think about – like, I see your point now. Like, I didn't think about that as, like, a separate thing. I just – Sort of like yeah, we, we've definitely done that before. Thing. Like the uh, and I was the, trying to. I was gonna say like the Becky Bianca thing. I think was our moment of the year last year. So we've we've done it that way before, but it absolutely. Uh, I thought the Sasha Bianca was our no, it's Sasha. Oh, that's why yeah, Sasha Bianca, my yeah, point. right. Because it was because it wasn't the match. It was the them be, getting emotional before yeah. the match. Yes. Um. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good answer, but no, the the match of the year was Sheamus and Gunther. <laughs> I'm tell I'm, I'm I'm it's very patronizing what I'm doing right now like, "Oh, you're adorable. You're wrong, but you're adorable." 
you know, you, you get the 7 out of 10 for a good explanation, even though your explanation's ridiculous. Yeah, correct. You did do the work, and I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, match of the year was definitely Seamus and Gunther. All right, now, next. Um, let's go tag team of the year, I guess. I mean, is th- this is the problem, yeah. right? Like, I I want to have a conversation about something else, but there is no other conversation no. to be had. No, it's it's the Usos. Yes. Oh, I, wait, the Usos. What? Who? Why would it be the Usos? I was I was talking about RK Bro. Clearly. No, actually, you know, look, I it's the I know it's the Usos. It's the Usos. Brandon, do you have any? Uh, I I did this just so we could kind of move past one quickly. But do you have another candidate? Usos. Oh oh boy, oh boy, oh <laughs> boy! I'm starting to get nervous again. I'm starting to get nervous again. Oh, all right, yes, fine. So you'll we'll we'll have to talk about. So I just want. Can you I hear me? Two, yes, yeah, we, we heard you, but it, like, it, all right, never mind. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. We'll deal with it if we have to. So I'm going to go from tag team to tag match of the year here. Okay. And I want to clarify something in advance because I do have two answer, potential answers for this. In the past, we've basically said any group match can qualify for tag match. Are, are we going with that or we, do we uh, say this has to be a two versus two? I, I had not thought about that. Because um... I have two different answers depending on which way we go. No, same. I was going to ask the same thing. So this is interesting. I, okay, you give me your answers then, because I I hadn't thought about it for what it's worth, but I'm trying to think of what the group match would be that would qualify. So tell me what you okay. present it all to uh, me. Okay, so straight tag match, two versus two tag match would be the Usos and the Street Profits from Money in the Bank. I thought that I, match I, was I, I agree. Phenomenal. I agree with that. My team match would be from Extreme Rules, the three-on-three match between the Brawling Brutes and Imperium. The uh, yes. Well, I think they, they classify that as a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Oh, uh, that's right. That ah. match, that that would be, if if we can count a group match as a tag match, that was one of my favorite matches of the year. I thought that match was phenomenal. Um, Agreed. But if we're clarifying this as, as straight tag match, I go back to Usos and Street Profits. Um, the only match that I had had thought about, and this is legitimately, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to attempt to lie about this. I had, I had most certainly forgotten about this match, but I, in doing some work, the minimal amount of work that I did this week, I was reminded of there being a match on Raw between Alpha Academy, RK Bro, and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens back in yes. March. And I remember loving that match. Very good match. Now, not nearly enough for me to make a strong argument about this. So if you guys are in agreement, I'm not going to attempt to fight about it because legitimately I had forgotten the match until the internet reminded me about it two days ago. So it would be wrong of me to attempt to argue for the match. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing, I at least want to put it out there for conversation. Uh, it, that was a very good match as well. I don't think it quite rose to the other two that we mentioned, but it, it was a very good match. All right, then how about instead of fighting about it, we just have two different categories and move on. That's fine with me. Awesome. Look at how that worked out. 
Right? And so, yeah, Aaron, we just, life is too short. Specifically, Brandon's life is too short <laughs> for us to be fighting. We don't even know if he can hear us right now. I was going to say, he's been conspicuously quiet. Oh, my God. So quiet. <laughs> so unbelievably quiet. I have no idea if he is at all a part of this show or not. I can hear you. You, hey. you. Why are you then? Why this is the why are you doing? You're doing the mute bit, which always makes me worried that like something else is going on. Oh, I was eating pretzels. Ah, <laughs> another one of his greatest hits. It's another like we let AJ get away with that because he's AJ. <laughs> For some reason, we also allowed Brandon to get away with it every time. I guess he's got cancer i mean god i guess all right next i'm not sitting on the toilet <laughs> or or the other thing that we don't plus. that we're not allowed to talk about <laughs> no, oh never. right then he definitely wasn't oh, doing 1000% not doing that <laughs> <laughs> go ahead uh, let, let's go to uh woman superstar of the year i feel like like again this is difficult right because there's the obvious answer, right? And yes. then, like, you want to have the more intelligent... Like, you want to do the hipster thing and be like, actually, I think it's Rhea Ripley. But I don't. I got another hipster one for you. I was going to say, there is another hipster one, and, and this would actually be one since we're folding the entire yeah, WWE I think, I think this is a better argument than Rhea Ripley. Is Mandy? Liv Morgan. Oh. I see. I think Liv Morgan has the best argument for moment. And it's not the first one. It, it's the first time. It was her first match, right? Like, the first title match she had, I think, was the women's moment of the year because it was the moment that we anointed Liv Morgan as being a legitimate argument for a title. Remember, we all came in after that match. And by the way, that was in yeah. January, correct? That, I, was that day one? Why do I want to say that was, like, December? I think that might have oh, been December. No. The one that she lost before she won. It was in back. no way that was in December. I'd I'd have to go back because because remember because we started talking about her as a possible Royal Rumble winner and would this affect Bianca etc. It might have been December. Wow. All right. If that's the case, then forget it. It's not. You know, it doesn't. It, although although did it happen? Did it happen after? I mean, it, it. If you tell me it's day one, it's possible. Let me just see here. Go through. Da, da, da. Eh? Eh? Uh, Becky Lynch, December sixth. No, no freaking that way. First, that first was a Raw on December 6th. She did get the rematch on day one, but it was that December 6th match. No freaking way. All right, well, I give up everything. No, there's no argument to me for uh, for Liv Morgan then. I, and, I, and I love Liv Morgan, but I, I just, again, I think we're trying too hard when we know what the answer yeah. is. It, yeah. Bianca Belair. Yes. It's Bianca. Yes. So that'll take us to women's match. Well, damn it. I wanted that to be the women's match of the year. Was that last year's? It couldn't have been last year's women's match of the year. It was probably son of yeah, a... Yeah, because we we did uh, Sasha Bianca last year. Son I, of a... I think I have to go Becky Bianca. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, it's it's. I was trying to come up with one that Is wasn't it WrestleMania just or SummerSlam? Bianca at WrestleMania. I, I think WrestleMania was better. I think so, too. Um, You have to ask, though. And, and yeah, and I was, go, I was going through, I was just like, is there something that I can, you know, just so it wasn't just... Bianca at WrestleMania again. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the answer. I, I'm not going to argue with that at all. Like I, I again, I, I'd be lying if I said that I, there was one that that resonated with me more than that. I thought the Liv Morgan thing happened this year, so 
I am clearly not the person to ask this question of. Okay. Um, this one's going to be weird. I I have a question mark next to this because, I, I don't know, as I said at the beginning, there weren't really many good feuds this year. So, feud of the year. Well, I mean, I do think this one actually has an obvious answer, though. Is the obvious answer Seth and Cody? I, I think it is, isn't it? I mean, I my my question mark was, do you count Sammy versus Jay? No, as a, no, as a that's feud? not a feud. It's something else. It's not a feud. Yeah, and, and that's why I put a question mark next because it was it was uh, they, they were feuding sort of. No, they it was uh, like I I understand that you're winking at that, but th- no, that's not a feud. And, like, I also get the awkwardness of us saying that, that Cody Seth is the feud of the year when, like, you know, it was one-sided. It was one-sided, and it was more just like, ooh, look, Cody, cool. And, yeah. Like, it wasn't necessarily... I didn't feel like there was the, the you know, hatred of a huge feud there, you know? Okay, but what was? That, and that's the problem, is that... I feel like there didn't, didn't exist this year. I mean, like, like, if you wanted to say, like, there was a feud that was... Like, like Dominic and Ray? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like... Or is it... I mean, Seamus and Gunther was kind of a feud, I but feel not like, really. Yeah, it was a great rivalry, but... Yeah, that's more of a wi- rivalry. You're right. Um, I think you could make an argument for, for Becky and Bianca, but, you know, it was it was kind of clunky, right? We're, like We're missing the obvious one here. Oh, Drew no. McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Ah, yes. <laughs> Yes, that was the only one that did rise to the level of attempted murder. So, <laughs> would be a strong debate for the argument for feud of the year. I guess this is the part where, because Aaron did the the cockamamie bit where he like got rid of NXT, did we? It was did, was there anything in no, NXT? I mean, NXT, that, by the way, folded in, so we can say it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking the question: Was there a feud that occurred in NXT? And I'm just. I don't, I don't know what, what like Cameron Crunch. Yeah, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean that's what I'm trying. I'm I, I'm asking a question, Aaron. I'm not presenting an answer. No, I, I know, but um, I'm I'm going through it, and I'm just like, eh. I mean, I do you want to say Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade? No, I mean, it, I I think it highlights an issue, which is that they don't do feuds anymore. Like they're not, it's not really a thing anymore, right? Like there's not a real. I mean, like. You say that it, this year is so unique because right. we don't know what would have happened if there were championship belts. Like, I mean, this is the right. Like, I, like I, what, again, this is the story of this year. Like the 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 thing that we're talking about is the awkwardness of perhaps you would have had the greatest feud. Like, what if this Seth Rollins Bobby Lashley thing had been seen through with a championship at stake? Like the the whole deal. I don't know what anything might have been had there actually been championship belts involved with WWE in 2022. They just did a wacky bit where they didn't do that. Um, and that... I, I'm, I mean, I'm not... Edge and Judgment Day. There's Becky Lynch and Bianca. There's Roman and Brock, which no one's going to vote for. Like, Liv um, Ronda was a, a feud, but not one I put at the top. No, and by the way, like, Roman Brock, we, we're ignoring it. Because it was very like eye roll, but you know the truth is the, the first three months, but like that's like the closest thing to an actual feud that there's no did. question. Like they, yeah. it, it like, ran. Like, from... If you wanted to give it to that on default, I mean, almost. you almost have to because like if you were if you remember the front part of the year, 
they did all of that stuff at day one just so that Roman Reigns could screw Brock out of the title at Royal Rumble, right? I still so, like yes. Outside of the the nonsense that it it became with the both belts, like it was actually a fairly well written feud. And and the both belts came out of that feud, and that's ruled the whole show. So, but but it's got the same problem that Cody Seth does. But it would only happen was, for no. Her. It was one sided. Like that. This is this is the biggest. Oh yeah, Roman Reigns won every match. That's right. that's the issue that I have. Like, if we were to, I I feel like a feud. At some point, somebody else has to win. Um. It, to say that it was probably the dominant storyline of anything in WWE, I, I I guess, right? Like I I guess that has to be true, but man, I don't know. I I, I think that either one of these answers, and I'm fine with either one, and if if you guys, you know, I, it sounds like you're coming to the conclusion that it has to be Brock Roman, and I get that. Um yeah. but man, I it's it's way more a statement about they're the lack of feuds uh, this year and, and the lack of long term like we're talking about two three month feuds here well i mean i mean don't forget they did go back they did they did do it again all year and they did do the other thing again at SummerSlam. yeah like, don't forget they did bring that, it back. that that is true <laughs> like, um it i guess that i by the way i do think that means that it has to be the answer although again wanking motion as we say right. that it's... right um let's go to wwe show of the year it's interesting. That's the one for me. Is I, it? I, I think I have one that's ahead, but I think there's two, maybe three contenders. Okay. I, thi- I, I think I think Clash at the Castle. No, go ahead, Brandon. Yep. WrestleMania. <sighs> WrestleMania night one, because because we did I we did make the clarification like we're well, choosing one event. No, we we said it last year that we have to pick one or like we can't just have a. It does cause event. the problem of like if we do that forever, we're just always going to say WrestleMania because it has more. <laughs> like, yeah. like la- last year we specifically said we have, and it's why WrestleMania didn't win last year because we said well, you have if WrestleMania night one, you can say that, but it's only night one. But see, I don't think you can because I think they purposely divide the show. Like if if they. they- if they if they cut the fat, it would be one night, right? And all the good stuff but, would be. You but, say but you say the, that you have no way, idea what they were cut. You think they would have cut Vince McMahon? Well, they wouldn't but, have cut Sami Zayn, the way, and like, they wouldn't have cut Kevin Owens, and that's why I think it's the the show well, of the year. WrestleMania Night One is very reasonable. I I, I agree. I think was Wrestle WrestleMania Night One is absolutely in the argument. I, I think you could also, if you wanted to make the argument, I think uh, Survivor Series was actually a very good show. Yeah, I think it was fine. I don't think you can compare it to Clash of the Castle, though. No, I, I think the answer is Clash, Clash of the Castle, but I, I had those two, Mania Night 1 and Survivor Series as well. I, I would I would be willing to have a thorough conversation about Night 1 of WrestleMania versus Clash at the Castle. All right, and let's 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 bring up exactly what was on night one versus night two in case people. So uh, so remember. with the with the caveat being that how do we handle the fact that night one of wrestling like night night one of WrestleMania ended the best possible way that it could, whereas yes. Clash at the Castle ended in about the worst possible way that it could. <laughs> right, yes. Right. Now, I, again, don't care about the singing thing the way that Aaron does because it's all that Aaron has talked about for the last six months. Um, but the decision, of course, was uh, was wretched, was awful. 
And I I can't see past that part of it. So it, that is a difficult part in having this conversation is that we also have to remember that the way that they ended stands out so much. But it, it's absolutely part of the conversation. And I think it's why, honestly, without that, Clash of the Ca- Castle is very clearly the answer. But I think this factors in. For, for people who don't remember, night one of WrestleMania was uh, Usos beating Shinsuke and Boogs. It was Drew McIntyre beating Happy Corbin. By the way, so again, at that point of the night, it was meh. Yeah. Miz and Logan Paul beating Rey Mysterio and Dominic Dominic Mysterio. Which which stands out only because it was better than we possibly could have thought it was was going to be. Then Bianca defeating Becky Lynch, which which, was, as we said, our women's match of the year. Yes. We have the Cody returns into Cody defeating Seth frickin' Rollins. Match of the year candidate. All of it good. Uh, Wait, was Charlotte... that the? Wait, hang on a second. Was that the match that you were trying to make your your match of the no, year? No, no, but it, no, but oh, okay. no. The Hell in a Cell match was better, but I'm saying okay. that could all right. be candidate. All right, all right, all right, all right. got it, got it. Yeah. Um, Charlotte beating Ronda, which was you yeah. know it was yeah. what it was. Yeah. And then obviously Stone Cold, uh, Kevin Owens. Okay, now go back over Clash of the Castle. Okay, Clash at the Castle, which of course already has our match of the year. Yes, it already has the match of the year. So. Pulling this up right now. You know what's funny is I remember thinking it was the best show of the year, and I don't really remember all of the reasons why I thought it was the best show of the year. Okay, so we had um, pre-show with Mad Cat Moss and the Street Profits against Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. I don't even really remember that one. Match of the year. (laughs) Uh, The the first real match, Damage Control defeating Bianca, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Yeah, it was delightful. It was very good, yes. Gunter beating Sheamus. Yep. Uh, Liv Morgan uh, beating Shayna Baszler. That was a good match. It was a good match. It's fine. Yeah, Edge and Rey Mysterio beat the Judgment Day. Then uh, Seth Seth freaking Rollins beating Matt Riddle. And Roman, Roman Reigns beating Drew McIntyre. It's so funny. Like When you read it back, I'm like, why did I love that show so much? <laughs> but I do remember well, loving well, it. But don't forget, like, the, the Roman-Drew match before... The ending yeah. was yeah. a good match. It was really and the good. atmosphere of the show. Yeah, it definitely played a role. There's no doubt about it. Um, like as you read them back, I actually think that the answer is night. Which is funny because I came in saying <laughs> the answer to me was Clash of the Castle. But as you read them back, I do think it's night one of WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, okay. I was considering WrestleMania one show, but I still agree that Res- night one was better. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Here's now. here's the funny thing: if you have WrestleMania as one show, I don't think it's in the the. It's interesting. I I night two had so few highlights to me, and it, it was it was Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville was the highlight, right? And everything. I mean, again, I maybe it's so much of it is me being clouded by just how awful the whole thing was with Vince McMahon, and I mean, like it's. Atrocious, um, but I, I actually kind of agree with Aaron that like if we made it the totality of WrestleMania, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, st- I don't think there's any chance that I would put it ahead of Clash of the Castle at that point. Yeah, I, I'm looking at like night two right now, and the the RK Bro Street Profits Alpha Academy Triple Threat was good, but then it was like Lashley Omos, no. and <laughs> you you had the the four way women's tag match. Oh, I'd yeah, forgotten like, about that. And, Edge AJ Styles, which was yeah. that was really that was really good. Yeah, it was good. 
Shea, you had the, that crappy Seamus Ridge Holland beat the New Day when we were all expecting, you know, the big, big E moment. Oh, yeah. And didn't get that. And then, yeah, McAfee theory, McMahon theory, and Reigns Lesnar. Just awful. Just awful. All right. Well, we decided. It's night one. Very good. Next. Um, uh, Let me see. What else do we have for WWE? I guess we have uh, Men's Superstar of the Year. I mean, you know, this this leaves us in the place again, right? This this leaves us in the place where you want to make the hipster argument for Sammy. You absolutely. I, I don't think make... it's a hipster argument. No, it's a so hipster argument. It's Stop. Not a hipster That's argument. a real argument. No, it's not. It's, what? No, it, no. I have a, I have him as my superstar of the year. Dude, I, I I love he was you guys. Better in every way than Roman Reigns. Did. No, he wasn't. He was he the was. best performer of the year because we well, like him as a this. performer. That, that, it's that is not the performer of the year. We didn't know. We we have never said it's performer of the year. No, and and kayfabe factors in. But like, you're so you're you're saying it's definitely Ro- like Roman wasn't around for. Half I understand that he was still the singular dominant force of all of WWE. Like we we can. Brock Lesnar was the single dominant force, and we've never given him super. Incorrect. Here. Brock Lesnar when we he was gone. We have, we have I and we don't know that we have. And it's the no, exact we, we opposite have. of that. When Brock Lesnar was gone, he didn't exist. He was dead. Roman Reigns loomed over everything that happened in WWE, including the only reason why Sami Zayn is on this list, with no offense to Sami Zayn, who I love, is because of Roman Reigns. We're making a hipster argument, and I get it. You guys can try to win out your hipster argument, but you have to acknowledge that it's a hipster argument. I mean, I I think that if Roman... I, I agree with you that he is the dominant presence, and it's true... I think he was gone too much to put him down as our superstar of the year, especially when, you know, we're talking about Sami Zayn, who arguably had the best match at WrestleMania against Johnny Knoxville, who single-handedly carried a feud with Johnny Knoxville for the first three months of the year before he even got into the Roman Reigns thing. I love He's been the best thing from beginning to end. I adore Sami Zayn. I adore him. And if we were separating this conversation, there would be no debate whatsoever. He is the performer of the year by far. I am in complete agreement with that. What we're doing, again, to say that Roman, uh, Sami Zayn, without Roman Reigns, would have had a prayer of being in this conversation, is stop. Like We're, we're just saying stuff to say it at that point. He's in the conversation not because he carried a feud with Johnny Knoxville, which was fun, don't get me wrong, but it won was not the best match at WrestleMania. It was a you fun thing. I said I loved it. I didn't say it was the best match at WrestleMania. I said I loved everything about it. It was joyful. It was wonderful. No one is debating that. But pretending like that was going to get him in the conversation of Superstar of the Year is nonsense. We're let, ju- let, let, let me frame never it been a strictly kayfabe role. No, let, let me frame it to you this way. Who is carrying the show? Roman Reigns or Sami Zayn? Uh, you're, Roman Reigns. No, I, he's not. Yes. You're, he what, on you're, the show carrying the you're, show? You're having a different conversation. No one would care about any of this if not for Roman Reigns. We, I don't think so that we, matters. Well, no, 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 it does no, matter. We didn't, we didn't have this. We didn't have this show in 2014, but Daniel Bryan was never a champion in 2014, or I guess he was a champion for five minutes in 2014. 
He would have been our superstar of the year. You're asking me to remember 2014, and there's zero that, that chance was, that, that I can't remember last week. Or, or I guess 2013, the rise the of the year. The rise before he won the title at Mania, like the the beginning of the rise there. Okay. And I'm saying he probably would have been our superstar of the year in 2013, despite the fact that he wasn't the guy. There's a difference between being the guy of a bunch of guys and literally the only reason why anyone is watching professional wrestling. Like, I'm, I'm trying to say this in a nice way. I love Sami Zayn. I adore Sami Zayn. There is no Sami Zayn if we don't care about the bloodline. The only reason we care about the bloodline is because of Roman Reigns. I don't know how to have this here's, conversation. Here's, here's, here's the question. Here's the uh, but here's the reverse on that. If it wasn't for Sami Zayn being there with Roman Reigns, are we sick of Roman Reigns by now? Mm. The fact that he's gone, the fact that he doesn't have a, a I, he has a presence, but not a presence that we're eager to see every week. If it wasn't for Sami Zayn, I, I understand you asking the question, but you also know the absurdity of it. You don't know what would be, they be doing otherwise. We were already sick of the idea. We're, we're, when I turn on SmackDown on a weekly basis, the thing I'm tuning in for is Sami Zayn. I understand that, but you wouldn't be doing that if he weren't in the bloodline. Okay, I mean, I I just don't I don't care. Like that doesn't matter like, at like all. The, the, like the, the I, question to me, what am I, yeah, the question to me is, who am I tuning in for? And the answer this year has been Sami Zayn. And, and again, that would be that would be. Who is the best performer on the show? That's a different. Again, you're trying but to make no, no, this. No, I'm, I'm no, that's in. what that's the that's that's what I'm deciding on. But but it's that's, it's that's pro, my criteria. This, this isn't this isn't Pro Wrestling Illustrated where we're doing this strictly on a kayfabe. Basis. I didn't say we're doing it strictly on kayfabe, but to pretend like the kayfabe part of it isn't completely relevant is insane it is relevant that's why it's a discussion if it wasn't relevant then there would not be a discussion here but what this comes down to to me is who am i tuning in for and the answer in 2022 has been Sami Zayn. Uh, you you, i'm gonna lose out two to one so it's not going to matter but i'm still going to tell you guys that it's a hipster argument because we love Sami Zayn. Like we want the answer to We've be. We've never Sammy given Zane. this award to Sami Zayn before. I does understand. album does album of the year always go to the, the the record that sells the most records? No, but it also doesn't go to the best album either. So I don't know why we're making the comparison. They gave <laughs> yeah, it to the worst a, Taylor Swift record I've ever does. heard in my life. Some, sometimes it does. I mean, I think they gave it to Outcast once. I don't know how many other times <laughs> they've gotten album of the year correct. <laughs> they get it wrong most of the time. <laughs> Like, I don't think that's a great comparison. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about the Grammys. I'm just saying anyone who's choosing an album of the year. If you're making a list, if you're Rolling Stone, if you're whoever you are, you're not. You're not deciding what the biggest thing was necessarily. It, it, like you're trying to, you're trying to negotiate big and good. Right, but we again, there's a difference between the biggest thing and the only thing. There's a difference between this was the most important kayfabe thing that happened in the year versus literally the only reason why anyone was watching this company's product during the course of the year. Those are two completely separate things. And I get that your argument is, right, but he wasn't even around. And I don't like that. I don't want that to be the case. I hate that. But even when he wasn't around, simply the smell of Roman Reigns carried. They can make the bloodline be the main event because that's how powerful Roman Reigns is. And by the way, I realize what I'm really doing is making AJ's argument. Like, I understand that's what's happening here. Because if you were having this conversation with him, 
you think what I'm saying would be loud? <laughs> Jesus. Like, it would be about a billion times worse the other way. So maybe I'm just doing that in this moment. But it's relevant the same way that every time AJ brought it up. And it's more relevant than you want to acknowledge it because you want it to be the other thing. You know, again, if it was us just wanting it to be the other thing, Sami Zayn would have been nominated before. No, I don't think we've ever mentioned him. No, well, we because it would be absurd. You would, it yeah. would have been absurd to have done yeah. that. Stop. You're just saying things now. The opening is there for it to be no, someone it, it, that you it, love. I mean, the answer is Sammy. The answer is Sammy. No, he's the performer of the year. There's no debate about that. To say he's that's the answer is incorrect. You're going to make it the answer, and I We're get it. You're going to make it the answer. I, I understand one. that. I, I, I know how math works. I've been, you know, it's been a few years, but I remember how math works. You're going to make it the answer, but it's not actually the I answer. Mean, it's the answer you're start, making it. Do we need to start separating these things into two different categories? Like, I just don't understand how you're picking a single performer from WWE in this year, how anyone comes close. Because I, I, the, that person literally lorded over the entire company. I, I mean, other than that, that, you're right. No, no, that's, how that's does it come close? Jesus. That's not the point of this, though. No, the point of it is who performed on television. That's not the point. The you're making person. that the point of it. There's no established criteria that that's yeah, the point of like, it. I like how we're pretending that there's something here right. that's like a stone. Like you're saying, that's the point. No, we well, don't that's, have that's the point. point of of what I, I mean, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna pick someone based on who's on the cover of a magazine. It's or, not. Or who's you keep making it seem like I'm choosing Bobby Lashley. <laughs> that trying to compare anyone else in any year to literally the company revolving around one man. One is insane. This isn't like any other thing we've seen. We've never experienced this before. The universe exists around one person, period. Now, I don't have to like that. I don't even... I, I don't know how I feel about that because the truth is Roman Reigns is still great. Like, that's the yeah. reality. Yes. He's still no, great. Yes. This is not this is nothing like the Brock Lesnar thing. It's the silliest comparison you could make. Brock Lesnar disappeared and disappeared and there was no mention. He did not exist. It was it was comedy how much they would there, pretend I mean, like there was, there was a period of time where they tried to do this with Brock by just having Paul Heyman there every week, but it did not sustain the length of of It didn't sustain time. for a month. No I, I, no, I think they did do like three months here and there when he was they, the champion. They would have Paul Heyman come on the show and I, towards, towards the beginning of his runs. Yes, like twenty. Uh, there was probably. very little. When of he that. was holding the title, they, they would, he would hold the title, sometimes, and they just sometimes. wouldn't have a title. We would go months with them not mentioning the title. With yeah, them, and, there and would then be, they just started right. Then he just started disappearing. There was nothing in this, in this situation. They've created a convention to keep him around. Roman Reigns but has been Sami Zayn. a part of the show every yeah. week, despite the fact that he hasn't been on the show. He has been the most important part of programming every week despite not being there. The absurdity of that, the ridiculousness of that is overwhelming. You say that he's the most important. Who was the match? Who was the Survivor Series match built around? The story. 
Who was the match built around? So, so th- I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna handle this for you. The worst pay per view of the year, the least relevant pay per view of the year, was definitely built around the story of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You got that right. Now tell me about everything else. That's what I'm. But I'm telling like you're you're saying that he's lording over everything. But for the last quarter of the year, he wouldn't be in the match without Roman Reigns, Aaron. You know that (laughs) you're being purposefully obtuse because you want to make an argument. They would not be doing any of that if he wasn't with Roman Reigns. (laughs) You're not this dumb. I know. I know. Look, I, I know I say a lot of things about Aaron all the time. But I'm going to give him a compliment. I don't think you're a massive idiot. I think you're only somewhat of an idiot. I know you're not this stupid. Like, I get it. You want to make whatever argument you can cling to. But you know the only reason why any of that is happening is because he's associated with Roman Reigns. You know that. I, I know mean, you know like that. That's like saying that we had to, we would have had to give it to Cena every year because nothing mattered unless it was Cena. You're, you're trying like anything that, like, that you keep trying to do exactly this. It's nothing like it. Different. We've never but, seen but anything. That John Cena wasn't. Uh, there wasn't stretches where five the best hours of, of live programming a week are centered around Roman Reigns. Five hours of live programming. Every week. You guys got your heist. It's fine. I'll live with it. But you're going to know. Like, that's the way this is going to end. You're going to know because I will have called out every layer of it. You got a heist over on it. It's fine. (laughs) All right. We're going after all that. You stole that Fabergé egg. And you saw how well that went. What? I was going to say, we're going to skip WWE Jobber of the Year because that goes last. That is our highest honor, correct. That is the way that it correct. works. So we'll go to AEW. We'll start. Let's start with breakout star of the year for AEW. Wait, why do we do an, an AEW breakout star and we don't do... I, I, I think it was mainly because, like, for so many years, people didn't so much break out on WWE as they broke out on NXT and then went to WWE, as opposed to we kind of said, you know, these are guys who are relatively unknown coming in or at least they took they, they there were more big jumps in aew i guess that's just how we i'd always we I mean, had set I, it up in the past i'm not i'm not i'm not really sure <laughs> yeah that's weird yeah no, I, mean, I don't know I, yeah. I, it's 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 a weird bit um WWE break breakout star of the year roxanne perez there you go sure sure i guess because <laughs> we're not doing wwe or uh, I mean, no, nxt I mean, carmelo hayes um, if we're, if we're really doing that, no. Well, yeah, I actually, I know, I know Carmelo's my guy, but I actually, I actually think that Brandon's right about this. I, uh-huh. I think the truth is, I think Carmelo took a bigger leap. Honestly. I think, I think Carmelo was far more established last year than Roxanne Perez was. He had shown up like two months before the tournament. He was of the North year. American champion. Yeah, at this time last year. I mean, we're gonna go was back. He- we're gonna it go didn't back. All and, happened this year, did it? No, I I think that Brandon's right. I think you're you're. Oh, that's right. He did. He took it from. Um, he, he's a two-time champion, right? Year. Yeah, no, he took it from Swerve at the end of last year. You're right. I was for some reason I was thinking he kind of came on with the 2.0, but he did have a little more time. He he was kind of you know spring or summer. He was he yeah, June, out tournament. June didn't of twenty. June of twenty one was when. Yeah. Okay. Was. So yeah. Okay. For some reason I was thinking he was like. Yes, a and he did win. Yeah, he won he the did win the breakout tournament. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, yeah. all of that okay. happened in 21. So I actually agree with Brandon here um, that Roxanne okay. Perez would be the breakout performer. Now, to 
to AW, I guess the answer is Jamie Hayter, right? Ricky Starks. Don't yeah, forget what we were thinking about Ricky Starks at the I, beginning. I, well, of I the agree year. with you. I just think I kept talking. It was too disjointed for me to accept that. Like, I want to believe that giving him a great title match is a sign that they're fully back on board the Ricky Starks train. But let's not let's not dismiss the fact that they also still had powerhouse Hobbs go over him, which makes literally no sense whatsoever. Uh, utterly shut down the Ricky Starks experience for a little while and then tried to heat it back up at the end. And so for the totality of it, I go ahead. I was going to say, here would be my argument is that going into uh, double or nothing when he and Hobbs had the tag match, uh, I think all three of us were pretty much out. Like there, there was nothing there with Ricky Starks. And six months later, we're talking about, a botched push because of how good he's been. And we're just like, oh, we're worried that they're not going to give him his due. And the fact that in six months he went from nothing to being concerned that they're not going to do right by him, to me, is is a huge breakout. I, I'm not, de- I'm like, again, it's like you think I'm saying that I think that is, it's insane. I don't think nothing of that. I think very strongly of the argument for Ricky Starks. I just... The hiccups to me are more significant than they were with Jamie Hader. I guess it comes down to like booking versus a bigger leap, I guess. Well, I, I think, I, think that there's... I, I don't know how you wouldn't say that they I mean Jamie Hader was a sidekick who became the women's champion. Like what what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, but but we weren't yeah. out on it because we didn't I, I guess here here's why I, I think Ricky Starks was at a lower place. Like we were out on Ricky Starks. No! Absolutely not. Dude, you hated Ricky Starks at the beginning of the year. You were the one saying there's nothing Me there. Me hating him doesn't mean anything. I mean, it, But I do think it means something, is that it, is that it goes so far from the... He won me over, but, the, but fans were behind him. And and I think... At the, at the beginning of the year, were they? But, but here's the thing. You have to look at how the company was positioning these people. And they were telling you Ricky Starks mattered. They were trying to not make Jamie Hayter matter. And she decided to – the fans decided she mattered. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah, – Oh, I mean, look, I think Jamie Hayter's a great argument. I, but I think there was an organic thing that happened there. And it, it, it to me, is more of the characteristic of who you would pick for something like this than someone who we just knew needed the right thing to get going, kind of. Like, or, I, okay, or, so no, – That's the thing is I don't know that – like I so, feel like we had this conversation nine months or, ago. So and, we knew that they thought that. So I, there's I mean? there's two things here. I, I, I think the better way of making Brandon's argument is it was clear that they felt something about Ricky yes. Starks. Aaron's point is that we didn't feel it, and there's no debate about that. I didn't – I didn't no get it at No, he's all. right about that. I was extraordinarily confused as to what they saw. Now, a lot of that was positioned against Brian Cage, and I'll I'll still go back to that. I'll still never understand why they saw everything in Ricky Starks and didn't see something in Brian Cage. Brian Cage is a weird thing to me that I don't get. I don't get what I'm missing when it comes to Brian Cage. But they definitely clearly saw something, whereas we, to, again, to make, I'm making play on both sides a little bit here. Um... To, to make Brandon's point, there was no world in which we saw them doing something like this with Jamie Hayter. That no. did not exist. We could have seen them doing something with R- Ricky Starks. We might not have approved of it, but we could have seen it. No one saw that coming with Jamie Hayter, which may or may not be fair. It might be that you'd sit back and say, well, you should have. She was great, but nobody saw it. That was 
that was completely out of the blue. Now, you can also point out, like, would they have done it? Like, how this would have, I don't know, but they did. They yeah. took someone who was nothing more than a sidekick and turned them into women's champion. That, to me, is the definition of breakout star. That's fair. Also, I've got bad news. This is how math works. Yes. And I'm, unlike you, I'm going to say, you know what? Oh, I accepted Jamie it. Hater's great. I'm I on. accepted <laughs> it. You guys got one over. I accepted it. No, Aaron, uh, you should go on a screaming tirade please, about how... Please, please, tell me about how Ricky Starks was the centerpiece of all AEW programming. Tell me about that. main evented a, a show, a dynamite, let alone a pay-per-view. Tell, tell me about Ricky how Stark, Ricky Starks right was singularly what the, the entire company revolved around. <laughs> tell me more about that. Very similar argument to be made, huh? Uh, AEW moment, moment of the year. I mean, this is a weird one, right? Because oh, I'm going goofy on this because I do think there is an answer to it, and it's a goofy answer. It's not okay. All right. Well, I'll let you do that. The the, the answer. It's the punk presser. No, that's <laughs> stop. That's now you're being stupid. Now you're just saying things. I mean, was there a bigger moment in AEW? Yes, MJF saying "fire me, fire me" was a bigger yeah. moment in AEW. That was the biggest moment of the year. Stop. That was the moment. MJF going, you know, rogue, whatever it the, was. The, the, the problem with that is he disappeared for three months after that. Which that, was that's the trick. That doesn't take anything away. I mean, from I, the I, I, by the way, if we were talking about something that mattered for three months, that would be relevant. <laughs> like, I can't believe you're trying to make that a thing when we're talking about moments of the year. I, I understand, but Glenn, like, nothing, nothing encapsulated AEW more than the CM Punk presser. M- moment plus three months of the year. Moment, right, the yeah. Quarter of the year is what we're doing here, famously. <laughs> quarter of the year. But you, guys, you guys are both missing the real moment of the year for AEW. Oh, boy. Oh boy. It, the arrival of Jeff Jarrett. Oh, God. <laughs> Such as such a I that's on me. It's on me on me for getting all about it. Um I look, I I I know what you're trying to do, and again, this gets back into the you know, making a hipster argument and the whole thing. Stop. The the AEW moment of the year was MJF yeah, sure. screaming and, and losing his mind in a in a ring and trying to turn it what whatever whatever it was. And by the way, part of what makes it a great moment is that we still don't know. We sure. still don't fully know exactly what that was we like we're all of the belief that it was scripted but was all of it scripted was do we know that it was scripted do we know that they didn't just say hey we're gonna give you some freedom here go do your thing and maybe he took it a step farther than they wanted him to take it like we we truly don't have the answers to that still to the end of the year. I mean, like that to me is what also builds into why it was so obviously the moment of the year. It also called Tony Khan a effing mark. On yes, television. correct. But I, I also think that he kind of jerks off to that, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, so I do actually have a question about this next one, and that's much like we folded NXT into uh, WWE. Are we folding Ring of Honor into uh, Yes. WWE? Okay. I mean, so, tag match of the year. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I see what you're doing. I mean... Yeah. Like, it, it's relevant to this conversation. Yeah, it is. Um, But this also goes back to, you know, the moment versus the match thing, right? And so, your argument purely about the match is going to be strong, 
but the best tag moment of the year, of course, happened in New York. So yes, but this is match. But so. but we've I no no and you, that factors in. This goes back match. to you pretending like there is some sort of answer to that, and there's no, not. Of not. Yeah, and so no. what I'm going to tell you is I understand why that what your the FTR that that was it it might have been the best pure match of the year, but it's not going to get my vote because what happened was so much more important than that and that will outweigh it for me even though that was the better match i'm going to say that the acclaimed you know winning the belts was the tag match of the year and and for me much like uh Gucci Sheamus to me even though the better moment was in Cody Seth i'm going to say FTR Briscoe specifically and and you could name any of them but the first one from Supercar for it. me i get is it is the answer i get it Oh, that seems like I get the tiebreaker. You do get the tiebreaker. You're, you're going to say anarchy in the arena, aren't you? <laughs> no. Um, I agree with Glenn. The acclaimed match. I mean, like, the moment makes the match. And it, it goes back like, It goes back to the, um, you know, when we talked last year about the moment of the year and the match of the year. And... Uh, with Sasha and, and Bianca. And we were like, yeah, but you it's even though those are two different things, it's hard to take them apart too. in in certain circumstances. And I think this is one of those, by the way, so, I do wonder if I would feel to make, to go back to the comparison you made about Seamus and Gunther, if it wasn't on ring of honor, right. Yeah. If it had been an AEW tag title match at a pay-per-view, I, I think that would matter here. I, I I think the problem for me is you're you're a thousand percent right about it being the best match. But it doesn't matter. And that's the part that I can't shake in this. I can't shake that what they're trying to do is not working. They can say yes, but we're propping it up with great matches. And I'm not arguing it was great all and, and you're right, all of them were great matches. Stunner, by the way. It's, it's so surprising right. that they all have great matches. Um, but, like, they're they're kind of hiding it. And I, the other thing was so important that I, I just, yeah, I, that's where I am. That's that's where I am. I, it'd be interesting sure. to me if that had been a, an AEW pay-per-view tag title match. Sure. I don't, I don't know where I would be at this point. But, um, you know, the significance of it outweighs. Okay. Um, let's go to singles match. Actually, let's let's go to show of the year for AEW. I mean, that's so hard. Yeah, because there's not as much. I almost didn't put it in, and I was just like, eh, we should. We did should. we do it for, last year? I don't know that we did. Um, I think I mean, it's Forbidden Door. I was kind of looking up and down it. For me, Forbidden Door was the most complete, but it's also the most irrelevant. So I feel I like know. it has to be full gear. I guess. I mean, I'm. I I guess that, again that to Aaron's point, there were a lot of really good matches uh, at Forbidden Door, but yeah. but right, like who? It was it was awful. I mean, it was just not off. It was. It was irrelevant. It was irrelevant, it was a- but it was worse than that. I have such a bad taste in my mouth for what they what they were doing around Forbidden Door. It was a bad stretch of programming in AEW. Because they were selling out time 
for something. It's the same way that I feel about Ring of Honor, right? Like, yeah, I don't. Though I didn't like those time periods, and yes, it was a good show. Yeah, whatever. I don't care enough about this. If you want to, yeah. if you want to have one, I'd kind of just let you have one at this point because Jesus. Right. I mean, I don't care about this category at all. All right, uh, singles match of the year. <sighs> um. I- Go ahead. Three jumped out to me if, if you want okay. me to refresh people's please, memories. Please. Um, one is from Forbidden Door. I, I adored the Will Ospreay Orange Castle. You're not match. the only one. Uh, that match was so good to me. Um, so that, that gets my number one, though. But other two two others I want to bring into conversation. I really, really liked the Eddie Kingston Chris Jericho match from Revo- Revolution. And uh, the at the very beginning of the year, the, the Hangman Page Brian Danielson match, not the one that ended in a draw back in December, mm-hmm. but the one where Page goes over. I thought that was another just phenomenal match. Where was that? Was that on Dynamite? That was on a Dynamite. That's what I thought. I do remember, you know, I do remember it was a good match. I also remember still being so conflicted by the draw that, like, I just remember having conversations about like how it was all very difficult for me. Um, was a draw match too. What's that? He's talking about the one where he went over. Right. Yeah. I just remember, I remember like when talking about it, I remember just the emotions that I had were tough because I was like, I, draw I, match like made you not like this match. Yeah. It was like, I was so angry about the other thing that I couldn't fully like invest. Um, but I do, I do know it was a great match. Brandon, I'm kind of willing to also abstain from this. If you want to throw a vote and I guess I can, what, what do you want to vote for? I mean, it's so hard because I feel like those matches are all good, and I and I I like them all. Um, you know, the one element we usually try to 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 put in here, and I know Aaron Aaron's the least of of the three of us to do this, but I know that you and I usually try to have a match of consequence, or or or, or you know, if if there's a jump ball, the match of consequence mm-hmm. usually. And none of those were really matches of consequence. You know, I guess the argument would be the title match, but we knew that he wasn't winning the title match. Right. So um, because of because of the context of where that match sat, I think that I think that is probably what had the bad taste in your mouth is like the context of where the match sat was that we knew who the next opponent was. And so because we knew they did the draw thing just to prolong the inevitable, basically, to get to the next opponent, we knew it was kind of a BS premise that, that Brian Danielson was not winning the championship. So maybe that's the part that tainted it for you. Um, I mean, if I have to pick one of these, I'd say that one probably just because... I'm sorry. What were the other two? It was the uh, the yeah. Osprey, Will Osprey, Orange Cassidy, and, K- yeah. and the Kingston Jericho singles match. Oh, uh, God, I forgot about that one. Yeah, the, that the, was the first one before all of the the one that Kingston won. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Um, I I gotta go with the. I think I got. I think I gotta go with the uh, the Hangman Page. Brian Danielson match. Okay, there you go. That's the answer then. I'm not. Okay. I'm not fighting about. I I did. I. I, but Aaron, I think it says a lot that none of the none of the pay per view main events even made the conversation. 
I mean, and by the way, and this was probably a better year of pay-per-view main events than some of the years that they oh, had. Oh, it, and... def- it, was, it was better than last year, yep. for sure. Yep. I mean, I want. I, I started to say maybe we should be ta- giving more respect to the Moxley-MJF. It was a good uh, match. match. Very good match. I thought it was a creative finish. I thought the match was good. Um. Yeah, I mean that's the one. If if if, if you had to say, I mean, I'm, I'm I got to think harder. But if we had to say there was another pay per view main event, you know, we'd have to be talking about CM Punk matches, and you know, I guess none of them were really that great. They weren't bad, you know. Some of those, you matches. know, the, the Punk MJF match before the finish. Yeah, right before the fin, and that's part of the problem with some of this stuff, right? Is yeah. the, the, especially particularly with their pay per view main events. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think we got a good answer, but I think, but I think if you had to work in a pay-per-view main event, that would be the one that sure. we, we should have talked yep. about. But. Yep. Yep. No, but I'm good with all that. Yeah. Uh, AEW wrestler of, uh, let's do uh, women's wrestler of the year. Jade Cargill. I'd yep. go with that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> men's wrestler of the year. I mean, come on. <laughs> CM <Stop>. Punk. Stop. <laughs> By the way, I do like it the, is all... the only argument against who you're going to say is that he was gone for for three months. Three months, yeah. I mean, like, stop. <laughs> Wait, no, I mean, is... that, I'm just saying, if you want to make another ar- argument, like don't, that's do the not, argument do against. Do not make me yell about the company revolving. Around. Do not make me do this. <laughs> do Dang. not. Don't. Well, make no, me do we it. know who the company revolved around this year. Yeah, who's that? Jeff Jarrett. Chris Jericho. No, Chris Jarrett. Well, no, he did. Which, by the way, it, like definitely as a contender. Like Chris Jericho had a great year. Uh, by the way, this would go uh, if you wanted. No, no, MJF would also be performer of the year, so that's not fair. Um, this would be where if you wanted to go back to splitting somehow superstar versus performer and wanted to have a conversation about it, you you could. But MJF would be both. I, I, and I agree with you. I do want to just say, like, as much as we laughed at the the never ending Chris Jericho thing, as much as we were annoyed with the the way they were position, positioning Ring of Honor, like from start to finish, Chris Jericho had a great year. And I, I just want to point that out. Sure, sure. I'm not. You know. Hey, but like, if we wanted to go back to the original intention of AEW and say who won the most matches this That's year, right? Who That's... do you think that? <laughs> I genuinely so, don't know who is it. Do you, want, do you want to try to even guess? Like, just... I mean, are, are we counting like darks? I, I'm assuming they count all of the matches oh, in this race. I, I'm, I'm, like, sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone. I'm sure someone had a ridiculous record on dark. So there's, uh, the, I, oh my god, I'm I'm so badly hoping it's Dustin Rhodes. So the person, <laughs> it's not, it's not. so I'll I'll just tell you this. So the person who's number one wrestled sixty two. This is just twenty twenty two. Wrestled sixty two matches, and his record is forty and twenty two. Um, and and just to give you some context, John Moxley is number nine. <laughs> Q.T. Marshall. No, he. <laughs> No, he wouldn't have that many wins. Serpentico. <laughs> Serpentico is number eight. So he's won more matches. Uh, than uh, uh, Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is 19. <sighs> Sammy Guevara left for a bit. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta is 23. And he won 25 matches. All right. So it's somebody completely random. Like Dante Martin. Correct. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you did it. Aaron, you that's awesome. You Wait, do you want to guess who number two is? And you got to think in that world of now that you know who number one is. 
It's uh, definitely like a name person. It's just like that level name person. Matt Menard. No, he's not on here. Johnny Hungy. Yep, that's who it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Cool. Well, there you go. There's your 50 matches, and he's 34 and 16. So there's your AW the next... wrestler of the year. Right there. Well, the next hey, I have no problem with that, by the way. Yeah. So strip MJF of the title. That's right. The next pay-per-view should be Dante Martin versus, versus John Johnny Hungy. Yep, I'm all in. I'm I like all it. in. Uh, by the way, why do we not do an AEW Tag Team of the Year? Did we? Oh, we didn't have that. Okay, I mean, yeah, like, AEW Tag Team of the probably Year. Probably worth <laughs> noting. And by the way, this is where it would, like, we, we, so we don't do this, but, like, if we if we attempted to do, like, a cross-promotion type of thing. This is where the real debate would be. I think there would be a, an unbelievable debate about this because this would absolutely play into you know, everything that I was talking about, about the universe revolving, but it's not actually revolving around the Usos, it's revolving, revolving around Roman Reigns. Like, there would be so much conversation here. Um, honestly, I think my answer, if we did cross-promotional, would be the acclaim. It's- yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not all the way in on the cross-promotional part, but for certain... Well, I mean, there's no debate in AEW. I mean, my God. Yeah. But... but <laughs> I like we, we thought there was going to be a debate when FTR seemed like they were doing something, and then they just stopped. Yep. 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 Correct. Correct. Yeah, they have three other champions. By the way, it would also be interesting if we did a cross promotional, like if you guys put Sami Zayn up against MJF. That's a really good argument. Yeah. Bro. You know, I I I, 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 I think it, again we're just talking performer right now, so, but like I. I Think it's Sammy because just because he was there year round. You, I, you keep saying out, that. I, a performer. Wait, 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 real quick, I can't disqualify any. Like, and I'm not gonna say specifics. I'm just saying in general. Like, next year we're talking about two people, and you bring up this guy was gone. Well, no, but but when I'm saying that, that's like, not gonna Sam, factor into it. No, me. no, no, no. But but my point is, Sammy's been great from start to finish. And if I'm doing, he a wasn't great break, from start to finish. He was really good at WrestleMania. He, he was, was real, great. And the build up to WrestleMania. He was, he was great really good to build up once to he got deep into the bloodline. The first Which bit was of... was like by May. And by the way, as I'm saying it out loud, it's absurd that you're trying to compare it to MJF. And, and, I, and, I, yeah. and, I, and I love, again, I hate the fact that all of this makes it come off like I don't love Sammy. I love Sammy. But you it's, hate Sammy. We yeah, know I, you it's hate a, Sammy. What a bizar- it's why you always take it's shots correct. at Brandon for bringing up Sammy. We well, know no. That, by you. the way, ask him how his, his girl's doing. Check, check in on that. Ask. I don't know who you're talking about. No, you name redacted. Is that what we've gotten to at this I, point? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Zero. Yeah. Uh, All of you, my girl, Raquel. Right. Yes. You've always. That's always been your. <laughs> remember how you used to always play Raquel's music like, every week? <laughs> always, always Raquel Rodriguez. <laughs> because you thought that I wasn't showing enough respect. Yep. The, the Raquel all the way. And, yep. And, my other girl, Electra Lopez. I don't know if you know yes, her. Yes, correct. Those are the two. You've always talked about those two, and no one else. No one. Day one ish. Yeah, down. <laughs> you have been down since day one ish. Uh, no, I. It, there's no. MJF's the best performer in professional wrestling. Period. Bar none. Now, and I say that saying it takes nothing away from what Sammy's doing, but as a performer, even beyond kayfabe, no one here's, is. Here, here's where the debate would be. And it's and it, 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 the the debate would be who was in the more relevant storyline, who was driving their show more, who was because like MJF ate a couple piles of shit near the beginning of the year there, you know what I mean? Like 
uh, like if if we're just talking purely performer, of course. But even when he was eating a couple of piles of shit, he was. By the but way, he wasn't even important on his own. Show, I disagree. But... Somehow, that god awful thing with Wardlow was the most was important say, thing that what was are happening. Talking about it, what we can complain about the final booking decision. Yeah. But the idea that MJF storyline wasn't the most important nonsense thing going into pretty much every pay per view is crazy. Utter nonsense. Like. like it's like going into Revolution, the CM Punk storyline was the most important thing. Going into Double or Nothing, if it was his thing was word, it wasn't the single most important thing. It was damn close to it. We could complain about the booking. Yeah, the booking was first, was wretched. He had more TV time than anybody else. Um, but he was absolutely the most important thing that was happening in AEW at all times. Like there is no debate about that. Um, but yes, I didn't like the booking. There's no doubt. I I I thought that was insane doesn't change we, we can't utter we can't change our alter reality that because we didn't like the booking we pretend like he wasn't the thing in the company um th- and that's why I, I just there's no debate mjf was the performer in all of professional wrestling yeah i mean that's yeah no question which which takes us to the most important award of them all jobber of the year so this this is always interesting right like what exactly we do again this thing where we're going to part it's to it's part so first. it's so tough it's so incredibly tough because to, it's the spirit of this being our most important award of the year versus the idea of saying it's jobber of the year right yeah. like that that once upon a time was easy because it was our truth right like, it was our truth every year it was so easy to blend the two so well so the struggle is like the funny the funny part being the spirit of this to me is where, you know, like our most important award of the year is really what I think we should have been giving Sami Zayn, but he doesn't qualify as a jobber, no. right? No. I tried, I tried to give him that last year, and of, you guys of, yelled at he me. He doesn't qualify, and that's the difficult no. part about like what we do with this. So, so I, I'm, I'm kind of blending the two a little bit here um, with mine. Okay, then I'm probably not going to like it. I, I don't uh, think I, I think you're going to say he won too much and was too. But I, this is the problem. I've never taken the spirit of jobber to be about yeah. record. It's been way more about guy who gave more. But than, they also can't win every match. Like, can't win mean, every match, and which is why I think this guy qualifies. He gave pure joy. Who was like U.S. champion or something? Yeah, he he gave pure joy. He lost a lot. He was usually used as the butt of the joke. To me, it's Chad Gable. That's actually, I can't, God, I hate this. That was actually my answer. That's really funny. Chad Gable was my answer. I mean, the only argument you could say is maybe it's both of them. To I, I, Chad Gable I, was the butt of the joke. I, that's the thing. I know what you're saying, but I actually thought this was a weak year for Otis, if I'm being totally honest with you. It's kind of a package you. deal, but yeah. Chad Gable. I, I don't think they, I think that they were a tag team, but I think Chad Gable was always the actual, outside of Otis dressing up as Chris Farley, which, you know, was wonderful. I don't yeah. think that Otis was the comedy. I think he was the muscle and, and like, I genuinely agree with Aaron that when yeah, other than when he barfed all over everybody or whatever, like he, he had his moments. But Chad Gable was the, the he, he was the he got, man. He was the setup man. He was the one who brought us joy. He got every catchphrases time. over despite being a nothing performer on the yeah. show. He lost he lost a riddle in a trivia contest. I mean, like <laughs> everything about like the Kurt Angle stuff was him. I know that's the most recent. Um, yeah. I 1,000% had Chad Gable as my guy, which m- makes me angry because I want to fight, but I've got no fight here. 
That's yeah. you know that, what's the funny thing? I remember bringing him up last year as potential jobber because I was like, oh, he. I always like his matches. He's losing all the time, but I'm always entertained. And you're like, no one wants to see Chad Gable. No one says I want utter, more Chad it's Gable. It's utterly changed. It's utterly yep. and completely changed in the span of yep. a year. He has. This it, to me is the definition because you're right. His record. I don't even know what his record would be. It might not be terrible. I have no clue. But it was built up to make the losses matter more as well. Correct. Again. And and it's exact. Someone they were never a a threat, really. Like they would throw them in every now and then, but they were never actually a threat. And they made the absolute absolute most of the time that he got, like the yep. one billion percent most of the time he was given. Um, I, you know, it's funny for me because I was trying to think back of uh, like how much joy did we get from the twenty four seven belt earlier in the year, and the truth was. It was already kind of stinky at that point, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Tazawa would have, you know. Yeah, Tazawa would have been in the conversation. I agree. I, and I, well, well, by the way, if if they keep him with the Street Province, he might be the dropper of the year next year. I, but I, you know, it's we that stuff is hilarious. It's it's good, and we didn't really talk about like the significance of them having him get crushed by Rhea Ripley. Like that's. You know, and it's interesting to see if that is opening up a a, a portal um, to something we've talked about a lot. But yeah, I, I I'm God, I hate it. I hate the fact that I'm with you, but it's Chad Gable. Chad yeah, Gable, sure. congratulations, Chad Gable. Yes, our top our top honoree in the Choppies this year, the man who the entire universe revolved around in WWE. By the way, you know what he would say if uh... yes, I it would be yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so good. All right. So good. All right. Well, I hate That's you. Our jobbies. I hate you. Um, terrible job. You're the mm-hmm. you're the worst. And uh, and I don't want Brandon to die. Like that's what I've got. Yeah. That's what I got. You. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. We're not gonna do a show next week because uh, Brandon's gonna be in the hospital and Aaron. Aaron was trying to devise a plan where we do the show live from the hospital, which I was I not. It would be a funny bit, honestly. I, I'm still in. I, like, I like the idea. It's just a bit more complicated than, like, yes. we could do it and have it sound poorly, or it'd have to go really set up like an entire thing in the hospital. And if I, I just, I don't think are, I have it. In are me. you are you gonna deny me my one wish? This is your <laughs> this is your make a wish <laughs> moment. You got you got a sweet at WrestleMania, a hole. Yeah, what a terrible wish. Yeah, right. <laughs> For me to bring some microphones and a board over to the hospital. God. Podcast, right, guys? God. Oh my God, the creepy, the creepy priest coming in. <laughs> I almost want to do it just because it would. They'd be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Um, so, I mean, more. if you wanted to do, if we wanted to hop on Zoom and do like a 20, 20 to thirty minute thing yeah. one day, I could. I could be down well, with that. We'll, we'll see. No I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't have it in me to pack up a, a mobile kit and bring it over. It's just, <laughs> it's too. And then to trust the internet over, like I just, it's yeah. too, it's too much for me. It's too much. And, and by the way, and don't we all agree that I'm the one that's really being put out the most next week? Like, let's all absolutely yeah. seriously. You have, to, you, you have to come all the way down. Think about. Can we please think about me a little bit more here in this process? No, to, I mean to be honest with you, like. There's not even anything to talk about. Like the the the, the oh, the they're not. Yeah, that's all... right. They're not even. They're not even doing shows. 
No, the the 30th is the next real show. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to well, be Well, I mean, like, I, I, have, I have avoided spoilers, about. so I don't know if anything actually happened on SmackDown that they're going to air this week. But, yeah, there's no – it's it's pre-recorded, and they're not doing a Raw on Monday. So, the, wow. in, yeah, the 30th truth. is going to be a real show. The, the, the Raw after that's going to be a real show. Yep. We'll have stuff to talk about after that. You we'll we'll regroup in the new matches. year. There's, yeah. yeah. No doubt. So. All right. Uh, plugs. Aaron. Uh, check out Circa. When you're coming to Vegas, come see Circa, world's largest sports book, Stadium Swim. Come see me. It's awesome. And find me on Twitter at the AOster. And uh, no happy Hanukkah whatsoever to uh, our friend Aaron. Because... I know. You guys hate. Yeah. You guys yeah. didn't even wish me. Jerks. Yeah. But remember, one year I asked Aaron if he knew the significance of the day. And he did that's not. That's not what you asked me. No, that's not exactly. I know the significance of the day, but that was not the question you asked. But let's move on. <laughs> my, my, my family wants me down at dinner right now. Oh, for God's sakes. All right, Brandon. Uh, yeah, we didn't announce anything this week because everything's kind of shut down in our business. So just go uh, check out the shows that are uh, on sale now at ramsheadlive.com. You can get your tickets. Um, and follow us at Ramshead Live on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. And uh, yeah, don't Hopefully I'm, uh, yeah, don't die. Right, next. <laughs> at Glenn Clark be. Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me. At AJ Francis four one zero for him. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Ben. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. The center of the universe.